So when it comes to full arch treatment is that coaxis is an absolute godsend. Welcome to the Dental Implant Podcast with your host, Pav Kara, your source of knowledge for all things relating to dental implants. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something valuable. I hope. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Dental Implant Podcast uh, with uh, myself, Pav Kara. Um, and uh, sorry that it's uh, been a little bit of delay in getting this podcast recorded. I've been busy for uh, for a few days, uh, and um, I am today going to talk about uh, coaxis implants and what else was it? Something else. Oh, external hex, because I keep saying I'm going to talk to you about external hex and how to do it. So again, if I'm looking down at uh, at my phone, it's just because I've written a few notes. Um, Yeah, so let's get started. Again, I've I've already spoken previously that um, uh, a lot of people say, oh, X-hex isn't a good connection. I don't think that's the case at all. Uh, I think it very much depends as to how you use it, just as with everything. Um, so I'm going to go over some tips with that, uh, with regards to that today. XX gets a, a lot of bad rep uh, because of the uh, much older data. What you need to know about the older data is the connections themselves uh, were not as precise as what they are today. And it's it's that level of precision that actually helps make it actually a very, uh, very, very good connection. Okay. So... The reason why I use external hex is actually because of the coaxis implant from Southern. Now, uh, I do use Southern exclusively. You've heard me talk about Southern implants before in the past. I don't have any affiliation with Southern implants. Um, you know, I don't get, a, I, I have no sponsorship or anything like that. The reason why I use it is because of the coaxis. Now, what coaxis is, is we know that with our implants, you know, where the implant is, there's the screw channel right in the middle. Yep, we all know that, right? Coaxis is a little bit different. It's a little bit clever. So the if the, if the implant's like this, that you can have this, the prosthetic angle not vertical straight in the implant. So it can be offset by 12 degrees, 24 degrees, or 36 degrees. Now, the reason why uh, that's important to me is because the vast majority of my work uh, at Evo Dental, well, so let me rephrase that. I work at Evo Dental, which is most of my work, and all we do here is full arches. So when it comes to full arch treatment is that coaxis is an absolute godsend because what it does is it allows us to put the implant within native bone and do an angle correction within the head itself, okay? Now, you may be sat there thinking to yourself, well, Pav, why do I need to do that when you can just get angled abutments, uh, angled multi-unit abutments? Well, it's really quite simple. Um, The straight multi-unit abutments are a lot shorter, you're not chewing into your prosthetic space as much, okay? So that's one of the reasons why uh, why I like to use coaxis, okay? Um, another reason is what we call the preload, the, which is the clamping force of the screw itself. The amount of force required to overcome that preload when you've got a vertical multi-unit, which you can do on coaxis, versus an angled multi-unit is the force is significantly higher, meaning the connection itself is more stable, okay? Um, 
Now, moving on to the reason why I use external hex is Southern actually have a range of different connections and they do have a very nice internal connection, uh, DC, deep connection. And the reason why I don't use that is just because of the engineering aspects of it is the DC connection only comes with a 12 degree coaxis correction. The external hex, I can get 12 degrees, 24 degrees, and 36 degrees angle correction within the head of the implant. Now, that is just absolutely superb. So we've already discussed you save on prosthetic space. Uh, we, we, we have a much more stable connection um, because the, the amount of force required to overcome that preload, is, it just goes absolutely through the roof, okay? Uh, let me look up my notes. So what is really important is how precisely the interface fits between the abutment and the implant itself, okay? I know that when we've got a very precise interface, and this is what the data tells us as well, that very precise interface and talks to a very a high level and Southern, because of the materials that they use, is we can talk the prosthetic screws and multi-units up to 35, 40 Newton centimeters. When you've got a precisely fitting interface, talk to a high level, you get a huge clamping force, okay? And the, when you've got a very precise interface, is you virtually eliminate that, a, 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 any space in that area, okay? This, when you're doing single work, this can be further enhanced with a passive abutment, which is just, it's just such a precise interface, it's, it, it's absolutely uh, incredible. So what happens is, Although we're using external hex, I can get my interfaces to fit as intimately as what an internal connection does. So when people say external hex is a sloppy connection, it's they are using old data to, 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 to convey that. As with everything, and as I spoke with Bill a couple of podcasts ago as well, I'm not saying you can't have problems. Of course you can have problems. That's the nature of what we do. Now, Let's say, for example, my multi-unit or my abutment were to break in the external hex. You know what's really nice about it is if the prosthetic screw is broken, it's completely passive with, inside it. It takes me 10 to 15 seconds with an ultrasonic just to reverse that screw out. And then we can carry on with the, with the restorative treatment. So in that context, it's, it's a very nice, very easy uh, connection to work with, okay? So if you're going to use external hex, if you're not going to use Southern, you need to go to your uh, implant manufacturers. You need to know what the tolerances are, what their, uh, uh, what their machining capabilities are, how precise they are, how precise the, the interfaces are. And uh, you need to know what the elastic and plastic limits of the prosthetic screw is. Because depending on what the elastic and plastic limit of what the screw is, your force, uh, your, your, your torque uh, adjusts accordingly. So you need to know all of this data. Okay, and again, as I mentioned in the podcast with Riaz, do not, do not reuse components. Don't reuse lab components. Don't reuse, don't reuse impression components. Don't reuse healing, uh, healing abutments. Got to be fresh for every single patient because you want everything to be as precise as possible. And don't use. Uh, oh, I'm going to use this system, but I'll, you know, is I can get screws and uh, and and multi units and 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 things cheap from that because they is whilst they may be compatible, they don't know what the exact machining tolerances are. 
So you're already starting to introduce a little bit of an unknown factor. So whatever I use, I use genuine uh, original components and I don't reuse components either, okay? So another important thing with external hex, whatever you do, whatever you do, do not reuse the same prosthetic screw the lab does. Just don't do it, okay? It's a brand new prosthetic screw. The lab needs to use their screw. That the, My labs order me a prosthetic screw and then it comes in the packet and I, I use that. Why? Because of preload. So if the lab has been talking and untalking the screw, that screw becomes stretched. That's what, pre that's what preload is. It's that stretching and then clamping force that's applied uh, 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 from the torque. So if you've got the lab screw and you're using that, which I know a lot of people do, and I used to do it when I didn't understand any better. What does that mean? It means your screw's fatigued before you've even put the, the, the prosthesis in the mouth. That's why using a new prosthetic screw is really, really important, okay? Now, what's another trick for, uh, uh, for external hacks? Quite simply is um, torque it, wait 10 minutes, and time yourself for 10 minutes, then re-torque it, okay? Um, and again, that's really important. Another uh, important uh, thing to know with regards to external hexes. When you're using an external hex connection, you need to use a lubricant. I use Blue M Gel, okay? The reason for that is really important. What the data tells us is when you've got an external hex, if you don't use a lubricant, in 95% of cases, you won't achieve an appropriate preload, meaning you haven't screwed it down properly. As soon as you do use a lubricant, all of a sudden, in 95% of cases, you are achieving appropriate preload, okay? And that's for external hex, okay? Now, for internal connections, the opposite's true. You want the area to be completely free of blood, saliva, and absolutely no other lubricants whatsoever, because you want that that metal-to-metal -metal contact, okay? So this is important to understand that when we are using external hex connections, we really need to use a lubricant, brand new prosthetic screw, and you want to torque and then re-torque after, uh, after 10 minutes as well, okay? One of the reasons that I use Southern Implants is the material that they use. They use a uh, grade four titanium, which is cold machined, and it's it, it, in, when it comes to its mechanical properties, it's very, very close to rock solid in terms of um, uh, uh, deformation and plastic limits, et cetera, et cetera. Not, not quite, but very, very close, okay? <clears throat> now, they also use the same material for their screws, which means that I can put these prosthetic screws down to 40 Newton centimeters, which is huge, and that gives a super, herb clamping force, okay? So when you uh, combine all of these things together, um, and, um, and as I said, remember, the, the reason why I'm using external hex is because I do so much uh, full arch work is from a point of view that I don't want that loss of preload. So using the coaxis and the angle correction with the head, within the head of the implant, it allows me to save on prosthetic space, it saves my preload, and I very rarely have problems with it. But as I said, it, it needs to be used properly. When people turn around and say to you, oh, don't use external hex, turn around and say to you, why do you think that? And you, you'll notice that they, they won't know any of this. They'll just looked up the old data and, got, and, and gone, oh yeah, you know what, external hex does, it doesn't work. It, does work 
absolutely works. You just need to know how to use it, okay? So as I mentioned, you can get coaxes with an internal connection DC, um, but that's only available in, in 12 degrees. Now, 12 degrees works really nice in the anterior. So if you're doing immediates, is that works really, really nicely. And I'll tell you who's an absolute master of, of, of using the inverter implant, which is a, sort of quite a, a clever design, actually. So it's designed to give you very high... Uh, uh, a very high primary stability and, and, and not too much uh, titanium around the neck. So it, it saves on, um, uh, uh, it allows more bone and more gum uh, tissue around the, the neck of the implant, which is obviously really important. Is Dominic O'Hooley is, I've seen him do some crazy, crazy uh, inverter cases. So if you're in, on any forums with him, look out for his cases that he does with inverter because he, he's really, really superb with this type of, type of work. Okay. Oh, the other thing as well is when you have a non-angled multi-unit, so it's just a straight multi-unit, so that this is another reason why coaxis works really nicely, is you don't get the same forces around the neck of the implant. So when you've got an angled multi-unit, it distributes force around the neck of the implant differently. Okay, So all of these things add up and they combine to reasons why I, I, I like, and, and don't get me wrong, it's the coaxis that I like. And it's just external hex is just an easy way for, 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 for me to do that, okay? So I just want to summarize really briefly. I know that this has been a, a shorter podcast, and, and, and again, that's deliberate. Um, I know a lot of you listening on, on the way to work, and if you're like me, you don't necessarily want to listen to a 45-minute podcast or an hour-long podcast. You will get those from time to time from me, uh, but I'll try to keep it blunt to the point, okay? So let's go over this, right? Benefits of coaxis, okay? Let, let, let's just summarize. Benefits of coaxis. The internal angle correction done within the head. That means um, uh, particularly, when you, even when you're doing singles uh, in the anterior region, it means you can put the implant within the native bone and it's angle corrected within the head and you still get the prosthetic screw coming out in the cingulum. It's beautiful. Very, very clever system, okay? Um, it comes in an internal and external hex. The reason why I use external hex is because I've got a much greater range of, uh, of, uh, of angle corrections I can work with. Um, when you're working with external hex, it's really important to understand the connection has to be very, very precise. You need to use original components and you need to use brand new prosthetic screws and you need to use a lubricant and you need to talk and re-talk after 10 minutes as well. Once you start to do that, you then start to get a very stable uh, connection. Now, if you're using another system, I can't vouch for other systems because I don't know, um, uh, but let's say you're using an external hex where the recommended torque is 20 Newton centimeters. Can you see why that's not the same as talking to 40 Newton centimeters? So it's not just the connection, it's which implant system you're using and, 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 and the actual degree of torque that you can put within those prosthetic screws as well. Okay. Uh, I think I have covered everything for today. Uh, please invite your friends to uh, uh, listen to this podcast, even if they're not dentists. Uh, Say to them, oh, yeah, you know, this guy is really interesting. You know, he's, <laughs> I'm joking. I know only dentists that want to listen to this. And even then, it's only the really nerdy ones of us, isn't it? So that's absolutely fine. Um, uh, I do have another podcast that I did with somebody else as well. Uh, and that was, that was a bit of an interesting one. So that will be up and coming soon. And I'll get back to regular podcasting. Again, 
again, if there's anything that you guys want me to discuss, uh, please do, uh, please, please do let me know. And as always, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you and I'll speak to you guys later. Bye.